years. Welcome to the American Adventure Podcast. I am Adam Edwards, your host, an avid hunter, fisher, conservationist, and outdoorsman. I plan to bring family, friends, and people that I don't even know to join in and talk everything outdoors. Thank you for listening in, and feel free to add any ideas, topics, or people that you think I should reach out to, or things that we should talk about. Episode one, we're going to be sitting here talking with my dad. I'm here in a few seconds, you're going to hear from... Me, my dad, uh, you know, just going through the different stories that we've had, the different memories that we've made. Um, obviously, he's the one who got me into hunting in the outdoors. So, you know, really can't wait to have this conversation go out and uh, if you guys listen in. So here in a few seconds, listen in. My dad and I, looking forward to it. Hey, everyone. This is Adam Edwards of the American Adventure, and we are here on the American Adventure podcast with my dad, uh, Byron Edwards. And uh, this is where it all began, which is obviously the title of this segment. Um, My very first podcast wanted to be with my dad because he's the one who, you know, introed me to hunting, taught me 99% of everything I know, um, and has been there for some of the biggest animals that I've been able to take and some of my favorite memories. So, I wanted to go ahead and intro my dad. I'll let him say hi to everybody, and then we'll kind of dive into it. <laughs> hi, everybody. How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> um, well, Dad, for you, um, you know, my first question, obviously, is, you know, what got you started? Um, who got you started, and what really kind of got your attention uh, to hunting in the outdoors? Well, my dad didn't really hunt quite that often, but uh, we had a man at church, Emmett Thompson, who was an avid hunter. He hunted all the time. He was an older gentleman. And he took Dad and me hunting several times. And I remember my first deer, um, they had to, it was at Tom Tom Arvin's farm, and they had to um, carry him out of the woods. They got a pole and clipped his feet together and carried him out of the woods for me. I remember that, and that's what got me hooked. Because we went over to a buddy of mine's house. His father was a photographer, and he took pictures of it, which I still have a picture of. <laughs> and... Uh, that's what really got me started. But I really didn't start going a lot of hunting till after I got out of college. You know, I was in high school, blah, blah, blah. And, um, but after college, I, I turned it on. I, I hunted hard, and I still hunt hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember, you know, obviously when I was a kid, um, you know, the weekend, if for some reason there was a tennis tournament going on, half the time we'd skip those, and, you know, we'd, we'd get in the woods, and we'd go Friday as soon as we can get off work, and get in the woods and try to do 30 minutes of scouting before it got dark and then uh and then get up Saturday morning and you know we'd spend hours and hours in the woods you know that's obviously how I remember it was um you know when my first hunt I remember that we did was my uh the first turkey hunt I remember we I got cold and all that but um you know obviously we will we got we got some fun stories to talk about about some of that later on but uh but your your first harvest what do you remember you know obviously you were talking about how um, you know, when you took it, you, uh, you know, they strapped the legs up and they carried it out for you and you were a kid. What about your biggest, you know, I obviously know the story of your biggest buck. I mean, it's, he's sitting up in the, in the, in the room over there. Um, you know, he's a monster. My very first picture that I remember of have being in a picture with a deer was with that deer, um, which has been posted recently, but, uh, you know, obviously it was a monster, 170 class buck. So if you don't mind just kind of giving the little three, four minute synopsis of that monster and, uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, I hunted with Robert Bell, a real good friend of mine from Metcalf County, Kentucky, Edmonton. And Robert and I had hunted for several years together. And um, we were hunting this weekend, and 
went hunted Saturday, and it rained all day Saturday. And I was in a little pocket, and in this pocket was a, a, a refrigerator that had fallen over. Uh, some people dumped it out there years before. So I crawled up inside this refrigerator to keep dry. And I was in that refrigerator for like half the day. And I'm cramped up, you know, just awful, cold, small, cold. <laughs> I saw one deer, and it was a little baby buck. I was, I was about to walk out, and this little baby buck, meh, meh. I thought, what in the world is that? I had never heard a baby buck make a noise. But I stuck my head out there. Well, he had that little bit of one-inch spurs on him. I said, you little knothead. So, so as I was leaving that, that spot, I found underneath this huge tree a huge scrape, about four foot wide. I thought, oh, my goodness. Yeah, jeez. That's, that's huge. We were going to hunt the next day. So I went out the next day, went down there, because the spot was. You set up. It was Sunday morning. I was going to go to church. Yeah. Yep. We're sitting down. I was sitting down there. Always go to church. And I had I, there was a bucket stuff, and I turned the bucket over, and there was some diesel fuel or something. And so I poured out a bunch of diesel fuel, and I said, "Well, there goes the hunt. There's yeah. nothing going to come down." Smell is going to run them that all smell, off. Yeah. So, so I sat there, sat there, didn't see anything. I said, "Well, I got to go." So I remember standing up, and the next thing I remember is look at that scrape, and here comes this buck. His head was down. Hit his nose to the ground. <laughs> he was he was he was run, he was walking to the scrape yeah. away from me. Yeah. And to this day, I don't remember if I if there was a tree right there I leaned up against, or if there was a tree five feet away I jumped to it, or yeah. whatever. Something to get level. Yeah. I just I got up on him, and I had it, and he took the whole scope. I, I had a nine fire, so I had to I had to <laughs> turn the scope turn down. Yeah. Yeah. And he I just hit it on his head, and he raised his head up, and I shot him right in the neck. Yeah. And he fell over. Just dropping. That was dropping. it. And I started screaming. Oh, I, <laughs> I could imagine. I mean, yeah. I, you know, like I said, I've seen, we've seen the pictures of me as a kid, and I could fit inside of it, you know, the rack. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't even hold it up as a kid. And I mean, you know, I've obviously, we'll, and I'll kind of tell a little story about how uh, my biggest of us killing my biggest. But I mean, when you walk in the room and see that one, well, 173 and whatever, I mean, it's just a, He's just immaculate. I mean, he's huge. His brow tines are both eight, nine, ten inches long. I mean, he's huge. He's huge. Um, but that, I always remember that story. It was the refrigerator, the little little refrigerator that was right next to the place where you got to hunt. I was, I yeah. loved that. But I mean, it wasn't it wasn't too much later. I guess it was ten years to the weekend that I killed my biggest um, with Mike down at his place, and um, I remember we had hunted all day, and I was sleeping and. It was it was a year. Well, I don't know. It wasn't a youth hunt. It was during normal gun no, season normal because gun it was um, yeah. ten years to the day that you you had killed yours. So, and I remember we hunted all day, and I'd fallen asleep late in that afternoon, and you tried to wake me up because that something you know whatever something, deer it was. Something walked uh, across that field. All I like to see was his back and his horns. Yeah, just knew it was big. Yeah, just knew it was big. You didn't wake up fine. No, no, you woke up. In you time. were awake then. I woke up in you were awake time. then. You yeah, were awake then because I mean. That was wild. I remember when uh, when we had um, and we started hunting that spot, and we had walked up and sat down. It was over that field. You know, we always hunted that field. It's just a just a gorgeous little clover field. And you know, deer walked through. I didn't wake up. Finally, woke up, and it's like, well, you know, we're kind of sitting here for the last hour, thirty minutes, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then next thing we know, Dad's shouldering me, <laughs> hitting me in the shoulders. Oh, get, get your gun ready. Get your gun ready. And this deer was on the opposite. I mean, completely on the opposite side of me. And uh, so we pop that old thirty thirty up, scope thirty thirty, and 
and you know he I, same with mine you know i had it dialed up for that other buck I had it at eight or nine power so i didn't see anything on this deer and um, all i saw was his front shoulder and you just said shoot the front shoulder and so I, and i remember was talking about it later you had actually cupped your hand up on the other side of my gun because i'd only set my gun there you know it could have slid down your leg i remember <laughs> you saying that just like the little things um, and I remember we, you know, we, we put the hammer on him and he dropped right there and he, we ran up screaming and yelled. Yeah, screaming and hollering again. Yeah, we, uh, and we got up on him and you tried to shoot him again and missed. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm were so, so excited. excited. Just wanted to make sure that, you know, obviously it was, it was done and dead and it, it was so funny. We got up on him, he said, oh, I, I, I got to shoot him again. And then he, of course, <laughs> reload and boom. And it somehow, you know, we missed. It was hilarious. But, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, I guess the last, last story we can kind of talk through was turkey season. Your famous wet swim. Uh, yeah, turkey. my my famous swim. Um, this was back on the farm. Where I guess I killed my first one, first ever yep. deer. Yeah. Uh, yep. Of course, this was during the turkey season, and you know, again, we'd come up on a late Friday evening and yep. scouted, and I mean, I guess we kind of knew the farm pretty well for the most part, but we scouted and knew where everything was, and we got up. Didn't have a key to the didn't have a key to the cabin. Remember, because we were in the jeep. Oh, that's and, right. Um, that's right. I forgot about that. That's for whatever right. reason, we didn't know where the key was. There wasn't a key there. Yeah. And um, and so then, I mean, just a monsoon. You know, that storm lasted all night. I woke up 1, 2 a.m., scared as a little kid. And we drove down to the bottoms and, you know, slept down the bottoms in the old Jeep, in the old blue Jeep Cherokee. And uh, I still remember we uh, we got up, and it was just, God, it was just flooded everywhere. And we... Between every field, I mean, you know, the first couple fields are shorter, a couple hundred yards long at the most, and the final field, you know, is, what, three, four miles long. It's just miles long. Um, And, you know, the creeks are usually hardly filled with water, much less a problem, and then they were were raging. They were a problem. Raging that day. They were a problem. And so, I don't know, it was 40, 45 degrees. Probably not 40, 50 maybe, cold. For me, it was chilly. It was chilly. And, uh, you know, we're in two, three layers of gear, and we're on this last little stream. And it's right. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I don't know how old it was. I was 13, 14, maybe. I couldn't have been that old. First turkey. I was you, I, young teens. Yeah, just young teens. Young teens. And, uh, and so we got to this river, and I mean, I just can't cross it. I mean, there's literally no way I can cross it. And so we said, well, let's throw me over. Smart. Real smart. And uh, so we said, all right, on three, we'll throw you over. And so, you know, we, of course, didn't discuss... <laughs> phase. On three? Yeah, phase. like, <laughs> outside of just on three, let's discuss, okay, should I you know, like, leave the ground on three, or should I get hunched on three to jump on go? And so my thought was uh, hunch on three, get ready to jump, and then your mindset was throw me throw on three. three. <laughs> and so here we both go straight into this cold, 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 cold water, and it was 45, 50 degrees, I don't know at the most. I mean, it was a cold, I mean, I was chattering. I remember I was oh, freezing. Yeah. We got completely just took all the clothes off, had to wring everything out got redressed and I remember you asked you said well you know do you want to do this because it was cold I mean it was cold it was it was a cold yeah. morning I said oh, well we're out here yeah might as well go because it was the whole weekend you know we had the whole weekend and it was either go home because everything was soaking wet yeah. or hunt and so we hunted and you know I guess it wasn't an hour and a half two hours later big old bird comes off the edge of the farm or off the edge of the ridge here and works his way over and got you know obviously lucky enough to put the hammer on him Little did we know we had to fight him as well. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, as soon as we got up on him, we're sitting here excited, pumped up, high five and hugging everything. And I look right. down and looked his eyes. he looks back at us. <laughs> so, so dad, uh, dad, that was so funny. So dad had to jump on him and take care of it. Finalize the, the deal. Finalize the deal. But uh, 
That was fun. That was that was a blast. That was those those are some good stories. I remember. I mean, that's you know, like we're saying, you know, the title of this is you know where it all began. Um, obviously, for me, you know, that's you know where it started. My team, my early teens. I mean, you know, before that, you know, eighteen years old, you can go, but you know, handling a gun and doing all the hunting by yourself, it doesn't really work that well. But when you get those young teens and you really get out and do all the hunting, you know, you know to be quiet, you know what to look yeah. for, you know the sounds, the smells, all that stuff. You know, I think that's where, you know, you really kind of finalize your love for it takes that. a while yeah it takes yeah. a while before you can really yeah. get before you get good at it yeah at well it. i mean you know even the pros that are 50 60 years old i mean you know they still don't know it all they're yeah. still gonna get busted every year yeah. i mean it's just the way it is yeah. um but you know obviously i was obviously blessed with some places to hunt you know yeah. roberts yeah. mike's yeah. um even tom you know pennington Tom's, and them yeah. giving us places to hunt um you know so i was like I mean, I turned after the biggest deer I killed that year. Remember the next year, I turned down a deer, Tom's Tom yeah. Bell's or Robert Bell's place, um, that was a big eight. It was huge, and I was, you know, I was like, oh, got a big deer now, you know. Yeah. Um, I distinctly remember that, but I just, uh, you know, the beginning is is what this wanted to be about. And I think that, you know, kind of makes sense being lucky enough to be able to harvest some monster animals, um, you know, at a young age. I think really um, helps people you know, keep the love of hunting and like understand, you know, keeps that kind of itch going. Yeah. Because, you know, even you now, what, 20 something plus years ago, close to it of killing your 170 class buck, you're still out every year chasing the next deer. Um, and I think that's what people like don't quite get is that, you know, that chase and that love of trying to find the next deer. Um, but also taking care of the herd, you know, feeding them, giving them mineral blocks, all that stuff, you know, it's a, it's a give and take world, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll give back, but also take, but, um, but I guess one question I have for you, and I, I know the answer. I, I 100% know the answer. But for you, what is your go-to gun or your favorite gun? Oh. And, of course, we all know the reason why. But tell, tell your, your go-to, well, your then, favorite gun. It's, it's what I've used for so long. It's dad's gun. Yeah. Uh, it was um, the 3030 Winchester, Model 94. It's Classic. been a great gun. Yeah. I mean, it's killed. That, that, that caliber has killed more deer than any other gun that yeah. there is. But it just it just fits. I yeah. mean, it just I just throw it up there and I'm on. Bush gun. Yeah, I, Easy. I, I, I can't. I put a very on. <laughs> yeah. Every time. It yeah. Just... Well, I mean that's you know that's what I killed my first one with. Yeah. The first doe. Yeah. Um, was with that thirty thirty iron iron sights, which is yeah. still what you shoot oh, now. Yeah. Is iron yeah. sights. Yeah. It's top ejection. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I mean you're right. I mean they're classics. They're classics. I you know I still shoot. I have the thirty out six obviously from Vamps from a long time ago right. that I'll have. But I don't you know I don't even hunt with it much anymore. Um, but I mean that thirty thirties with me probably not if I'm not muzzle not during muzzleloading season during rifle season I'll have that thirty thirty on me ninety percent nine nine out of every ten hunts mm-hmm. that's what's on me because um, you know your hunting styles you know kind of like mine well I got mine from you is hunting woods yeah you know so we turn around and deer's on us you know yeah, what I mean that's, that's right. kind of what we what we try to get into because that seems a little more real um, well you know people love to hunt and shoot four or five hundred yards yeah. that, that's fine that's yeah. glad for them yeah but oh, you gotta even get them in there close dude. yeah close yeah i uh i was actually on a podcast uh about two months ago uh bryant land podcast and he said you know he's about what do you think about hunting you know you know what's your opinion on shooting and all this and i'm like well you know dad taught me at a young guy just called hunting not shooting <laughs> or it's called hunting not killing you know it's it's really about just being in the outdoors enjoying the moment yeah. Um, you know, just kind of more of a respect for the animal and in all seriousness, you know, there is no fair chance for the animal, yeah. but give it a fair chance of maybe smelling you within 50 yards or yeah. seeing you or something like that. I think that people that do 
not all of them, but a lot of people that do shoot them four or five hundred yard deer every time, they don't really get the heart thumping of knowing uh, like holy moly this deer I, gotta, I can I gotta be still. <laughs> I mean I can hear him breathing, I can hear him grunting, I oh, can yeah. hear I mean everything yeah. but um And it's but, so funny just all of a yeah. sudden turn around and there he is. Yeah. I mean, you, oh it's you, it's immediate. You think oh, oh crap <laughs> Don't don't move, don't do anything. Yeah. I mean you don't I, blink. Nothing. Oh. You don't do anything. It's pretty wild. It was it it's Yeah. It's amazing. Well and and another thing is, you know, when we as we grew up or as I grew up hunting, you know, we didn't hunt any blinds. Uh-uh. There was no blinds. We uh-uh. didn't. I think we had one pop up. I don't even know if we used it, literally ever. I don't um, think so. We were always in tree stands. Or we were hunting off the ground, mm. plain and simple. No yeah. covers, no nothing, just yeah. camo and being yeah. out there. Uh, again, goes towards that. You know, of course, you know. Do you remember the biggest buck I killed at Tom's? Well, because who didn't get out of bed? Yeah. Well, you know. Because I sat. You're, yeah. I sat I, we set that other stand yeah. up the day before. Dad was even with us. Dad yeah. was even with us. Yeah. And I said. I'll sit up yeah. there, and I'll give you the bottom stand. Yeah. No, the next morning. Uh, uh, tired, uh, okay, out. I said, all right. So I go down there, and here comes this buck walking across, and I grunt, and I grunt, and I grunt, and he just kept walking. I thought, well, Dad, go. Went up the top of the ridge. I thought he was gone. Yeah. About 10 minutes later, I turn it, and there he's just standing right, right there in the middle, looking at that looking right deer. I thought, uh-uh. Yeah. And I don't, I, I didn't, you know, I don't remember. It is yeah. an open field. Yeah. How did he get right in front of me? No. Without me knowing it. There, as you know, deer are the ultimate ghosts. Of oh, lives. yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, even, you know, back to the story of my biggest deer. I mean, you know, he just can't, he, he literally was in the road. Yeah. You know, we, you covered, you were literally watching the road on the right side. And I was watching some, well, sleeping, but watching part of the field. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I, you know, boom, deer's oh, there. there I mean, and for all we know, you know, that deer could have done a circle because that backside, you know, yeah. could have circled around. Who knows? But, I mean... Right there, there, out of nowhere. I mean, it was it was pretty wild. Yeah, um, it was pretty wild. But I guess now, you know, I guess we we'll start to outro this. But for you specifically, if you had a choice for the rest of your life, would you rather be hunting with a bow or a gun? And tell no. me why. Bow just because you got to get in the close, and yeah. they, or just like the gun. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Well, thirty thirty irons are within I, you know, 100, I'm, I'm 150 forty yards, yeah. probably fifty yards, but you can't see this yeah. anymore. Yeah. But. Uh, but the bow is, is something else. I mean, yeah. it's a quiet killer. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's awesome. It's, I've I've told many of my friends that my, uh, my dream hunt would be to kill an elk with a bow. Yes. To kill an elk with a bow. I mean, you know, you see all the videos of Michael Waddell's, the boys going up there and doing all the hunting with a bow and, you know, killing these four, yeah, five, six hundred Yeah, of course, pounds. they're going to those fancy, nice well, places, yeah. too. <laughs> That's, that but, is fair. It would be a lot harder to hunt. It, you know, people like Joe and stuff out there, a friend of mine, Joe, lives out there. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he's never killed one, mm-hmm. so I don't. Yeah, I taught him how to fish. I need to teach him yeah. how to hunt too. Well, he needs to get the right guy. I think maybe he needs two. He might need yeah, two he guys. Need to get yeah, three, two, we, three, we need to two, we need to get in touch. See what <laughs> hey, see he would be willing to do it immediately. <laughs> well, immediately, uh, we'll have to we'll have to give him a call. Yeah, you know, we ought to use that. Tell him, see, he, he could send us out there because yeah. he's got all those yeah. airline 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 miles. miles. There yeah. it is. There it is. But yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, um, just wanted to get together to talk about, you know, truly where it all began. I mean, obviously with, with your story of where you started, um, you know, back learning from a guy from the church and obviously your dad as well. And then me, um, you know, learning pretty much everything straight from you. Um, you know, obviously I went hunting once or twice, I think with granddaddy back in the day. Um, I, well, I know one time we still, I forgot what the guy's name was, Property Ron. I think it was the guy that has all the six shooters and stuff. Uh, Pete? Pete. I think it was Pete Harry's place. I think so. 
Some, somebody from the him. church, of course. Yeah. And so we went out and just watched Derek. You know, Granddad, he just liked watching. He didn't yeah. he didn't care to have a gun, yeah. anything with him. He just wanted to see it. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, uh, the real kind of baseline for hunting. You know, you and I, we both know. We, of course, we love to go out and kill the biggest thing in the woods every time we go. But it's not going to kill us to not kill anything. No. You know what I mean? We, we I think we just love being out there, you know, enjoying the time again, seeing how the animals move, how they interact. Um you know, I, I just think that that's the, the real core of why people, you know, true hunters, true hunters. like, like, yeah. hunting, con, you know, that conservation side, the wildlife side, um, you know, I think that they just don't get that, you know, we, that, we don't get that look most of the time, you know, just a bunch of killers, but, yeah. um, but yeah, no, you know, I, dad, I appreciate you being on, um, you know, this is the, the first episode, um, <laughs> well, I appreciate so, you having it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we, uh, we've got plenty of memories that we've been through, um, killed a lot of big deer and, uh, whether it be together, separate, um, you know, I'm coming for you this year. I've, I've got a couple big deer on camera. You know, we, we, you've seen them today. We went through them. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be hot on your tails. I got to well, find me. I'll send you that picture again. Just to make sure. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. I saw that one you're going after too. And that's a, holy moly. If he made it through last year and he's bigger this show, he's going to be a hog. So this is the American Adventure Podcast. I'm here with my dad, Byron Edwards, again. I appreciate it. Um, This is brought to you by the Anchor app. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can go to theamericanadventure.us to listen to this podcast, you know, to listen to uh, some other podcasts, read some blogs, product reviews, and uh, looking forward to episode two. So thank you, everybody, for listening in, and uh, until next time. Thanks. everyone for hopping on and listening in. I really hope that you left with a cool story or a lesson learned. Um, If you don't mind, please go check out my website at theamericanadventure.us, my Instagram at adamkeith underscore, or my YouTube channel at theamericanadventure. Thanks again for hopping on. Looking forward to the next one.